Radio. It's this man. It's the compassion. It's the it's the dignity. It's the wisdom. It's the it's the horse sense of the guy. You know what? This is crap. We're gonna stop this. I can't stand it. Run it again. Huddle up and run it again. We're rolling now. <laughs> I think so. Microphones are on. Marker eight ten go. The Eggies. Merrill for the lead. He's got it. The Jazz. Schools. Russell's going to take it on the quarterback draw. He's to the 30, the 25, makes the move to the 20, 15, 10, 5. He's into the end zone. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Number four of my best non-sports sports. Wife carrying. I beg your pardon? It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and A.J. Selvason. Because what you're really saying when you're using all this blabberish is, A.J., you were right and I was wrong. That's what I'm hearing from you. 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Hour 2 of the Full Court Press and a happy Friday to you one and all. Eric Franson and A.J. Selvason, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. 1069thefan.com and the 1069thefan mobile app. Thanks for joining us, however, wherever you're doing. So here in the 5 o'clock hour, 5.02 was your kickoff time. And we're live. Gilmore, your text line's open for you guys. I love that line. Uh, Gilmore, your text line's open for you guys. 435-339-0321. Again, 435-339-0321. Eric France and Amaje Salveson. All right. Eric, I want to recap what we talked about in the first hour. Again, love to hear from our listeners. They kind of freaked out because they couldn't believe what I was saying, but I meant every word, Eric. Utah Jazz. Phoenix Suns tonight, NBA TV. They'll be blacked out, so you have to watch on the local station. Enjoy. Or you just listen to 106.9thefan.com. Yeah, we'll have it. Uh, Utah Jazz. Phoenix Suns tonight. Jazz probably can't get to the four spot, sit in the five spot, and a half game ahead of Denver. We Have you talk- looked at the line, by the way, for tonight? I haven't yet. What does it say? What would you guess? I'm going to say Phoenix Suns by six. Jazz by three. Okay. Are you going Skittles? <sighs> Man. Um, I'm going to take the Jazz. I will, too. I like the Jazz, and I think they cover we talked about, and you brought up a great point in the first hour, Eric. Again, love to hear from our listeners. 435-339-0321 on your thoughts on this. Jazz are a better matchup against which team? Dallas or Golden State? My mind immediately goes to Dallas because you don't have to deal with Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, and the officials. Let's be honest. Dallas, I feel, is a more opportunistic time to be able to beat a team that A, doesn't have playoff, great playoff experience or a lot of playoff experience, and B, I think is has the better coach and a better lineup. I like Dallas to face in the first round. Did, 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 you, I can't remember, did you say yes on that or did you go Golden State? I, I have gone back and forth, um, but I think... Golden State is limping into the postseason. They they have what did I say? They've lost twelve yeah. games yeah. since the All Star game. Do you losing streaks? But they're not there? healthy. Yeah. So I mean, we should be saying, look, we want to beat the best. To say that we are the best. And if you beat a team that's got guys that are injured, there's always going to be an asterisk. But I think that the Jazz match up better against Dallas than they do Golden State. Okay. And I don't – I mean, I, I would have more faith in Steve Kerr figuring out a way to make his team still play at a high level than I would Jason Kidd. I'm going to get naughty with the mind a little bit here, Eric. I feel – I believe – Wow, weird. <laughs> oh, says you from yesterday – Okay, <laughs> I'm going to, Eric, I'm telling you right now, if the Utah Jazz get the Dallas Mavericks in a 5-4 matchup, even if they don't have home court advantage, they're going to win that series. 
They then has Phoenix secured the one spot. Uh, sorry, what? Has Phoenix secured that one spot in the Western yes. Conference? Oh, okay. yeah. Okay. They're the number one overall. Okay. So the By Jazz like a mile. beat the Mavericks in the 5-4 game. They then, I truly believe, the Utah Jazz will beat the Phoenix Suns in the Western Conference semifinals in six games. Maybe seven, but f- I'm guessing six. That means the Utah Jazz are facing the Golden State Warriors, maybe, probably, in the Western Conference Finals. Memphis isn't beating Golden State. So what gives you what gives you confidence that the Jazz could dispatch the Phoenix Suns the way they have played all year long? One, I think DeAndre Ayton gets in his head too much, and I think Rudy Gobert is a better big man than DeAndre Ayton. Defensively, especially, like is is eight is eight DeAndre ain't a good scorer. Absolutely, I think Rudy Gobert's a better defensive player. Uh, Devin Booker's going to give you problems, but Devin Booker also likes to try and take over games a little bit too much, and at the wrong time, he can sometimes become that Donovan Mitchell ISO guy, and that hurts his team. I. Think that Donovan Mitchell turns it on in the playoffs to shut a lot of people up, and I honestly and I do truly think this. I think that Quinn Snyder's a better coach than Monty is it Williams. Monty Williams, yeah, I think he's a better coach than Monty is. Hmm. Uh, just looking at there, we've been comparing what these teams' resumes are since the All Star break. Uh, just looking, Phoenix Suns, they have lost six games. No, seven. They've lost seven games since the All-Star break. They've lost three out of their last four. Losses to Oklahoma City, Memphis, and the Clippers. Now, they had that number one seed locked up for a while. So, you can make the argument that this that they're just not quite as dialed in and as engaged. But that could be really dangerous. If you have this big lead and you just kind of coast into the postseason, teams who are fighting to get in or fighting to improve their playoff positioning, and I think the Jazz have, are in a playoff mode now, then that can be dangerous. The thing is, the Suns are going to open up against who in the, the play-in tournament well, would be don't... the winner of whom? I mean, you got the eight spots to Clippers, the nine spots to Pelicans, the ten spots to Spurs, and the seven is the Timberwolves. I would imagine the Clippers come out on top of that. So that would be a great series, Clippers and Suns. Yeah, and if, by the way, Kawhi Leonard is shooting around right now. He's actually... Clippers are getting multiple guys back yeah. all of a sudden. If Kawhi all of a sudden comes That's back for the playoffs... That's a very different team now than exactly. they were a few months ago. I still think the Suns win that series. I just think it, they're going to be exhausted doing it. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's probably most likely that the Clippers, because they're not going to move up. They're not going to move down. They are kind of where they are in the eighth spot. But you know what, what happens in the uh, play-in tournament could affect some things there. But um, it, it I think that Minnesota-Memphis series could be pretty saucy, too. think so? You think Minnesota has a chance to be able to make something of this? I think they'll make it interesting. I don't, I'm not going to say they're going to win, but I think they're going to make it interesting. 9315 text in with AJ. Turn of the heart. They will make the Western Conference Finals. I absolutely about had a heart attack that it came out of this mouth and would be days just like Eric if AJ was getting naughty. Look. You guys have been screaming at me that I hate the Jazz. And now I have this belief that the Jazz can make the Western Conference Finals, and you're still yelling at me. What gives? I truly believe the Jazz could beat the Suns in a seven-game series. And I know they could beat the Mavericks in a seven-game series. That one doesn't concern me. Based on how they looked against Memphis? Or based on how they looked against Golden State? They're based on the fact that, well, yes. Like, 
you're a different team come the playoffs. There's some teams that can turn it on. And I believe the Utah Jazz are one of those teams. Well, see, I've always had this in the back of my mind, just wondering, is this team, because of what happened last year, they've always had it lurking in the back of their minds, the regular season, just be healthy. Get to the postseason healthy. Our position, our seed, as long as we're not in the play-in tournament, that's okay. As long as we're healthy. Because regular season, great record, killing yourself to secure the number one seed or home court advantage is not worth not having a healthy team going into the postseason. So part of, I've had this in the back of my mind for some time. Just wondering, We haven't heard them talk about it. They haven't vocalized this because they've, they've taken some um, kind of shots at each other a little bit about some of these collapses. Because you know they wanted to win those games, but they're frustrated that they didn't. But I've always had it in the back of my mind this season how much they just... Do they really care about their overall record at the end of the regular season? Do they really care about their seeding when it comes to the playoffs? As long as they're not in the play-in tournament. Because they learned their lesson last year that having a, the best overall the record at the end of the regular season did absolutely nothing for them other than wear them out. And they were fighting at the end to secure that number one seed with Phoenix breathing down their neck instead of maybe letting guys take a, a game off or not play as competitive in some of these games, play as hard. So when they got into the playoffs, you know, they're spent. 7854 text in what makes the Jazz different this year than they've been the last couple of years. They've not been able to get the big wins, turn it on the last couple of years. You're right. They haven't. This team's healthy. And I think they're a little bit miffed right now with the media. <laughs> I actually think they're a lot miffed with the media. And I think Donovan Mitchell especially has has some things to say about that. I think Donovan Mitchell wants to finally get that monkey off the back of, oh, can't get anywhere past the second round. Rudy Gobert, same thing. Yeah, in, in back-to-back playoffs, they had 3-1 series leads that they let get away. Uh, was it was it a 3-1 or was it a 2-0? It was a 3-1 series lead over Denver, Denver, and it was a 3-1 series lead over the Clippers. Clippers, yeah, that's right. Uh, that they let slip away both times. That, um, no, this we've seen leads. Uh, late slip away. So the, the mental fortitude of this team is not really strong. So uh, I would agree. That's where I'm. Uh, <laughs> I'm. I'm shocked to hear your take today, and I'm not in that same space. If the Jazz were to score off against the Suns, I don't know that I have that same level of confidence. Okay, but if they beat the Suns tonight, you're like, oh wait, but Chris has to play all the whole game. Devin Booker has to play the whole game. Yes, because it's there's a lot of factors that need to be considered. It's nuanced. It's not just, did they win, did they lose? Well, how did they win? What were the circumstances that led to that win? Did, how did they lose? Were they competitive in the loss? Did they get blown out? Did they not even show up? I, I think there's a lot of factors that have to be considered. Because I swear there have been times where they, the Jazz have won a game and... Uh, or excuse me, the Jazz. Yeah, well, the Jazz have lost a game, and you're like, "Oh well, Donovan Mitchell was out. It's not a big deal." And I, it's still a basketball game. You still got pro basketball players on the court. Uh, Memphis is like definitely Royce O'Neal. It's the same level. That. Royce O'Neal is the same level of a G League guy. They're, they're both NBA basketball players. I'm just saying, like. I mean, just because it's Dama Mitchell versus somebody else out there, you still gotta still gotta win the ball game. Uh, three four nine four, sending in a text. Jazz had a two zero lead yeah, over the Clippers, and they thought. lost in six. Yeah, because Clippers won four straight. Is that right? Three four nine four. We help me on that. I think the Clippers won four straight. The last two without Kawhi Leonard. Dude, that's that's gonna haunt the Jazz forever. Like letting Terrence Mann just go off like that. Yeah, unheard of. That just me. Oh, I was so sick. Oh, still a bad day for me. Thank you three four nine four for the correction. Yep, he says yes. Clippers okay. won four straight. 
Yeah, that's, that's, I was going to say, please don't tell me we blew two 3-1 leads. Oh, be bad. Uh, all right, so Jazz Suns tonight, uh, 7 o'clock, right, Eric? Is it 7? Yeah, 7 o'clock. So, no, pre- sorry, 7.30. Okay, so 7.20 pregame. David Locke, Ron Boone here on this very station, 106.9 The Fan. It's on NBA TV, but I believe it's blacked out due to local TV affiliates. So, uh, yeah, you'll have to figure that out on your own. I've got to figure it out. If you get it all figured out, if you want to come over and hang out, watch the game with me, order a pizza. <laughs> oh, just look at the scores today, right now. Yeah, the Wizards have a ten nothing lead on the Knicks. Dude, the Knicks. Okay, is that the most di- like, gosh, just poverty franchise? Well, this the the run of Tom Thibodeau has come due. It, it, it always happens. He <laughs> yeah, shows up on the scene. <laughs> <laughs> and things get pretty exciting, and they start to win some games, um, and they they're competitive, but then eventually it wears off, and he's yelling at his team. They don't trust him anymore. He doesn't trust them anymore, and the the uh, the bloom is off the rose. It, it just it's been kind of funny to watch that this year <laughs> with the Knicks because they should be a much better team than they are. All right, looking at the lower half of the standings for the Western Conference. Eric, Minnesota Clippers, Pelicans, San Antonio Spurs. Which team scares you the most? Well, which team should scare the Suns the most? And I'm going to erase the Pelicans because I just, they're there. I don't know how they're there, but they are. Well, they're there because of uh, the, the the trade that they made. Uh, I, I think C.J. McCollum has been a big difference maker for them. It's crazy. But I, I think the team in those in the play-in tournament that would scare me the most if I'm the uh, the, the Phoenix Suns or the LA Clippers, Clippers. just because they're getting guys back healthy, they're a they're a better team now than what their record suggests. Uh, did it, I was going to ask play-in you. tournament for the East, Cleveland, I'm in order: Cleveland, Brooklyn, Atlanta, Charlotte. Okay, at the first of the season, if someone would have told me that Cleveland was in seventh and Brooklyn was in eighth, I would have told you you're crazy. <laughs> yes. Yes. You're drinking some crazy sauce. Okay, so who scares you? Uh, is Brooklyn that good? Like, someone help me. Could Brooklyn be the first eight seed to ever make the Eastern Conference Finals? Uh, Kyrie Irving is now playing at home. He's playing more regularly. Uh. <laughs> Does I don't know what's going on with Ben Simmons, so they haven't had him, so I would imagine he's not playing. Yeah. Um I yeah, man. Brooklyn of any of those four teams is the most threatening of of, of any of those. I, I like Cleveland as a young up upstart team, but they just don't have the experience or the horses like Brooklyn has. Uh, I'm a little surprised that Atlanta's as far down as they are. Uh, Clint Capella, I guess, has been calling out his team for their defense. Yeah, that's been really <laughs> so fun that's to watch. that's been interesting. But, yeah, Brooklyn in the East and the Clippers in the West are the scariest teams in the play-in tournament. Hey, can I ask, is Gordon Hayward still playing with the Hornets? I uh, know he's had some injuries. Oh, but, you uh, know what? As soon as I said that. I don't know that if he's active. Huh. Yeah, I don't think he's actually active right now. He is out. And he has been ruled out for tonight's game. Dude, he had... Okay, so he he played April 1st and then hasn't played since. Yeah, he's got a foot injury. At one point, he missed 22 games with an ankle injury. And in fact, he's missed 61 of the last 154 games. Gosh. He's played... He's missed 40% of basketball since joining the Charlotte Hornets. Wow. And Michael Jordan paid him all that freaking money. I know. That is nuts. What were you thinking? Well, there's rumors that the Lakers, in an attempt to get rid of Russell Westbrook, may send him to Charlotte in exchange for Gordon Hayward. Just because you have to do something with the contracts to make them work. Huh. Nuts. Can you imagine Gordon Hayward going to the Lakers? It's just another old guy who can play 30% of your games <laughs> yeah, that you're getting. doesn't show up. Hey, okay, let me ask you this. If Gordon Hayward goes to L.A., would Quinn go to L.A.? Mm, just because Gordon's there? 
No. No, that's what I'm saying is because Gordon's there, would Quinn want to go coach Gordon Hayward again? Would Quinn be like, uh-uh, I ain't doing that again. Not with that dude. <laughs> Writing that love letter to Brad Stevens. Yeah, I don't think I'm so. I'm just saying. Uh, <laughs> by the way, how about the Hornets, though? Still, LaMelo Ball, he has brought that team to life. 41-39 and 39 on the season. I know they're in 10th place. I think they're going to make a run at that playing game to get into the playoffs. But that's uh, it's a kind of an interesting upstart team too, kind of like um, kind of like Cleveland, where the younger players are the ones stepping up. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know that he's there yet. By the way, just how sorry is the Western Conference this year? Okay, uh, see, Orlando Magic are twenty-one and sixty. Detroit's twenty-three and fifty-seven. In the Western Conference, the Houston Rockets are twenty and sixty. Oklahoma City Thunder, who has just a load of draft picks and doesn't know how to coach right, twenty-four and fifty-six. The Blazers are twenty-seven and fifty-three. Like, okay, let me ask you this sports question, Eric. Who do you feel more bad for at this point in time? Mike Trout playing for the Angels or Damian Lillard playing for the Blazers? Trout. Me too, but I just, dude, Damian's so talented. How does he, get him out of there. Free him. <laughs> but he wants to be there. That's what, I, dude, he's got to be, he's got to be playing the good guy, good guy card, right? There's no way he truly believes that, right? I, I was, I was sure that after they made a coaching change and changed up the roster stuff, that was kind of like their last ditch effort to yeah. prove to Damian that we're going to make things work. And then it just it just got worse. It's it's been worse. So I don't know if this off season he's like, look, guys, you just I've given you so many chances. <laughs> I've given you thirteen years of basketball. It's it's time to cut loose here and do something different. <laughs> I just feel so bad for that guy. He needs to go find. Look, that's a one guy that I'd be okay going ring chasing in the NBA. Go play for the Grizzlies. Go play for the Warriors. Go play for the Suns. Go play for the Heat, the Bucks, the Celtics, somebody. Go play for the Nets for all I care. Just get out of there, dude. <laughs> you deserve better in your life. You deserve to be free. All right, we're going to take a break. Uh, coming back, Utah State football scrimmage tomorrow at 1 o'clock. Not 12, 1. We're going to talk about the Utah State football team, what we expect to see, what we think it will look like. It's all coming up on the Full Court Press. 1069 The Fan. Custom Masterpiece. Online at coldwaterstone.com. Coldwater Stone, the natural choice for all of your stone needs. The Aggies, the Jazz, the High Schools, the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio. 1069 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Full Court Press. Oh. I just ate the mic. Full court press, 106 iron the fan. I think I clean that. Don't. Why are you give me that look for? I don't know. Stop you it. had like some public licking <laughs> event Dude, that you wanted okay. to do last time. Okay, hour. I get in trouble for saying naughty, and you're like, don't say licking. It's against the rules. Uh, By the way, I feel like I need to clarify, add some clarity and definition to uh, uh, some uh, a phrase I was using you yesterday. You do not need to use clarity. We are just fine. We're not hearing that word again from you. Because uh, I'm not I'm not a gambler, so I don't know all the terms. Er, oh my gosh! I don't know how some of these games are played. Games of chance are played, folks. I'm turning off my mic and taking but off my headset. In the here. game of craps, there's. <laughs> I just Eric. What? If your dad's listening, we're all going to get fired. You were acting like I was making this up. I know. I'm not saying you're making it up. I'm. St- go i mean it's your career <laughs> no i just I some definition here oh so uh, every everybody who has kids please no this plug is, your ears i'm not advocating for gambling i'm just giving some definition and context to what i was saying the other day so a come is a bet made by a player <laughs> what's wrong aj after the point is established by placing a wager in the come that wager will travel to the box number, which is rolled next. So to win a come bet, the number that the wager traveled to must roll a second time before a seven. 
So there's something when you play craps that's called a comeback. Don't stop it. Stop. You know, I'm just Eric. Do you know what I'm gonna do for you? Hold on. I'm just trying I, to. No, I'm gonna help play you. Provide some definition so you don't think I'm just making stuff up. You know what? We are. You have earned this. We are gonna play something for you here, okay? Hold on. You are gonna love this. You do. Do you, do you remember? Do you remember Sesame Street? Oh yeah, sure. I love Sesame Street. You know my main guy? Big Count, Bird? Count Dracula? Oscar the Grouch? Listen to this. Because I really love to From now on, every time you say Sometimes that. Sometimes I sit and all day. This is the Count Censored song from Count Dracula. Oh, they Sometimes randomly censored the wrong words. They, no, they censored the, the word way. Count. Oh, no. That That's every, every terrible. I gotta no, no. You know what I gotta do? I gotta censor everything you just said. I gotta censor. I gotta go back. And uh, I want to go the, back to our Guild Morgus text line. No, don't do it. Six eight nine one. USU got another Miami Hurricane player. What is this mini Miami? I had not heard this. They're good. Yeah. Who is this uh, player from Miami? I hadn't heard that. So, yeah, let me know. That's exciting. Also, 6804 says, Dame to Cavs. Next two years would be great. Oh, okay. Absolutely. Damien to Cleveland would be wonderful. Damien anywhere other than Portland would be great. Uh, by the way, speaking of players coming to Utah State, as we uh, talked about earlier, it became official today from Utah State University that Taylor Funk, a graduate transfer from St. Joseph's, will be coming to Utah State using his final year of eligibility in Logan. Uh, quotes from Coach Odom. He says, We're thrilled with the addition of Taylor Funk into our program. He's a perfect fit for Utah State and our style of play. He is excited to get to work with his teammates. So Funk, he's he's six foot eight. Uh, he's a stretch four. Um, but think, uh, think Brendan Horvath is better free throw shooter, less turnovers. Right. And maybe not quite as tall. Yeah, not but at all. But very, very similar, but a better free throw shooter. And the thing that worries me the most, Eric, is that he can't create off the dribble. I'm really worried about that. Right. Brandon so could create they need off other the guys dribble. to be able to do that. Yeah. Uh, and they still need somebody in the low post. But, um, but look, here's a guy who, um, in his career, he played in 120 games, 100 starts. So he's been a starter for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, he's averages. Uh, 12 points per game on his career. But this last year, it was more like 13, 14 points per game. The year before that, he was more like 15 to 17 points a game. So the way he was used kind of changed. And so he wasn't scoring as quite the uh, high a level. Matt Gifford provided some great context with us last week when this uh, first started coming out. And he uh, uh, is... Back there, he's followed St. Joe's and followed uh, Taylor Funk from when he was in high school. So he provided some great context as to who he is and how he might fit into the Utah State system and the type of player that he is. So highly encourage you to go check that audio out. Yeah, and then there's a well, there will be a story on CashValleyDaily.com later on about uh, Taylor Funk, and as you mentioned, the interview will be on there as well. So uh, good. Um, hopefully, he pounds out well. He's a fifth-year senior, so he's. Been there, done that. Played in the A10. Good basketball. It's over good there. basketball league. Great basketball yeah. league over there. And look, he's stretch four. He can shoot the ball outside well. Uh, he's a good free throw shooter. Uh, doesn't turn it over very much at all. At really low numbers there. So um, yeah, it's with you when you look at how Ryan Odom runs his offense. I think he would fit in pretty well. Uh, the Miami guy that we are wondering about, according to six eight nine one, Groovin Hall Jr. Four-star recruit in 2018, uh, plays the safety position. He does. Uh, he's six foot, 194, from West Palm Beach, Florida. In his 2020 junior year, he saw la- action in all 11 games in the regular season, made three starts, finished with 43 tackles, fit one and a half for a loss, had three pass breakups, uh, started the season opener against UAB and finished with three total tackles, posted four solo tackles in the road start at the top 20 uh, location of the Louisville Cardinals. Um. So I believe, if I'm not mistaken, he has two years left. Three. No, he played in 2021. 
In 2021, he had 31 total tackles, 23 with solo, 8 assists. No interceptions. Man, either this guy didn't play a lot. Huh, yeah. So he played September 11th, 18th, and 30th. October 16th, October 30th. Didn't play after that, I think. Yeah, (laughs) didn't play after that. Injuries or coach's decision? I don't know. Interesting. Okay. Guess we'll find out. Yeah, safety from uh, Miami. Hey, Bonda might like him. You might know him and you might like him. Give him a shot. Uh, Eric, speaking of uh, Aggie football, we get our scrimmage on tomorrow at 1 o'clock on Merlin Hilton Field. Eric, what are some of the things that you're looking for? that you're keeping your eye on here watching the Aggies? Uh, I, I think for me, it's a really good question. Um, I, I'm curious about Levi Williams. Yeah. We Coach Tucker, Tucker very high it. on him, yeah. so I'd like to see you know, what, what the proof is there. Uh, I'd like to see what these transfer-wide receivers look like. I'm also very curious about the running back situation, too. Um. Calvin Tyler Jr. is back, but who's going to play significant minutes and significant reps after him? And on the defensive side, um, I'm curious about the Nevada transfer and the Arkansas State transfer, uh, but also you know, can the guys that were here before, will they take that next level when we'll be talking about – will we be talking about Byron Vaughns a lot? Mm. We'll be talking about Philip Paya a lot, uh, Hale Motuapuaka. You know, those are guys that that are within the system, growing and, and learning and taking next steps. Um, so, are they are they the guys that do take those next steps, or is it the transfers that uh, are new this year that uh, that come in and shine right away? Those are some of the things that stand out to me. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the Levi Williams situation. I need to look at him closer defensively. Look, I've seen a little bit of Switz, and it's been really impressive. I want to see Switz in scrimmage ball and see what he looks like. Safety position, Johnny Carter's move back there. How does he look? Um, defensive line, uh, they they you know they have to make some adjustments there. And I'm wondering if they've got more physical in the defensive line portion because they got beat up and pushed around by a few teams last year. And then speaking of offense or defensive line, I want to look at the offensive line. How do they look and uh, see how they battle in the trenches as well. By the way, um, in the USU release back in uh, March uh, about the first practice of Utah State spring football, yeah, it mentions Gervin Hall there. So oh. I don't right. know how we <laughs> went over my head. I didn't catch that the first time, but yeah. That makes two of us. Among the group of new players are seven four-year transfers and senior wide receiver Brian Cobbs from Maryland, senior safety Gervin Hall Jr. from Miami, Junior defensive end Daniel Grigiak. Nailed it. I'm not sure how to pronounce his name. From Nevada. Junior outside linebacker Anthony Switzer from Kansas State. Junior inside linebacker MJ Tafisi from Washington. Junior wide receiver Xavier Williams from Alabama. And sophomore quarterback Levi Williams from Wyoming. Boy, um, Coach Bonda was really high on Switz. Oh, my gosh. He loves that guy, doesn't he? Yes. Yeah, uh, Arkansas State transfer, uh, mm-hmm. linebacker spot, good size, just a mean, just aggressive at you. Uh, good feet, dude, really quick. Um, I've actually been really impressed watching Switz a little bit. I, I'm excited to see what he could do this upcoming year. I, I'm not going to say he's Justin Rice. I'm going to say um, he'll lead the linebackers in tackles this year. I'm going to make that take. Hmm. So you'd put him ahead of AJ. Yeah. Vong Pachon. And I think AJ's and that's saying something because I love, 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 love AJ. But I think Switch is gonna lead the team in tackles this year. Exciting. I'll take it. Yeah, I I'm excited to see a lot of these new guys, uh, these transfers come through and uh, and then some of the we had great players last year who graduated and left and so who fills those spots and uh, how do that uh, how do things change? We, we heard both coordinators talk about how they're introducing new things, new wrinkles in the second year of being here. 
and how this team is ahead of where they were a year ago. So uh, what what does that look like? I'd love to hear your guys' thoughts on what you're looking forward to this Friday, uh, Saturday, or at least tomorrow, scrimmage. Scrimmage one o'clock, number one, one o'clock, and then also the scrimmage from on, in two weeks. The Blue Ice scrimmage has been moved from 12 to 1. That will also be on Merlin Olton Field. Love to hear what you guys are looking forward to tomorrow, or if you're even going. 435-339-0321 to text into the full court press. Yeah, um, I'm looking at the release, that yeah. same release that put the whole practice schedule, and it says Saturday's scrimmage tomorrow was supposed to be at noon, and the blue-white scrimmage on the 23rd at 1. Huh. But for some reason, they've moved it up to 1 o'clock, or moved it back to 1 o'clock, I should say. So 1 o'clock tomorrow for the USU scrimmage, the first scrimmage of spring football. That's crazy. Uh, and then they it's, their spring season ends on the 23rd, right? Yes. After that scrimmage, they're done. Yep. That's, okay. Oh, by the way, you're going to love watching Cooper Legault. Guy's gotten so much better. He was he – was, I mean, we only saw a little bit of him last year in that bowl game, but he's gotten so much better. Quick reads, good decision-making, accurate with the ball. Um, you're going to be impressed watching Cooper Legault play tomorrow in that scrimmage. I think you'll like what you see. Okay. All right, we'll take a break. Coming back, we'll have more of the Full Court Press, including an update on the Masters and an update on Bear River Springville softball here on the Full Court Press, 1069 The Fan. This is The Herd. The winner in this is also Colin Cowherd. Uh, the tweet was, hey, I'm out for the season officially. See you all in the fall. Uh, didn't really read the room. It's felt in the last year that LeBron got a lot more out of the city of Los Angeles than the city of Los Angeles has gotten out of LeBron. This franchise decided to give LeBron everything he wanted. Don't joke about it. This is The Herd. Weekdays from 10 to 1 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. This is Ryan, my mattress. I have a little bit of a bone to pick with online bed-in-a-box mattresses. If value is the combination of price and quality, these beds are not a good value. They cost about $1,000 and they last about three years. That's not a very good ratio. At my mattress, you can get a $799 Sealy Posture Pedic that will last you 10 plus years. The best value is at my mattress. Isn't it time to sleep exceptionally? Imagine your wedding day. Elegant, simple, yet stunning, stress-free. It's your day. It's all about you. Whether you're looking for small and simple or have a grander idea, the Riverwoods Conference Center will accommodate your every need. Choose the inside ballroom elegance or outside along the natural decor of the beautiful Logan River. A Riverwoods event planner will work personally with you to make sure your event is exactly how you've envisioned it. The Riverwoods Conference Center, where your happily ever after begins. Google Riverwoods Conference Center or call 750-5151. Does your employer offer you seven weeks of vacation each year? Do they offer four-day weekends after three 12-hour shifts? If not, you're working at the wrong place. This is Scotty with Homestead Cabinet in Hiram. You heard me right. Seven weeks vacation, four-day weekends, three-day work weeks. Homestead Cabinet in Hiram is the place to be. We need good hard workers who are humble and curious to work in one of the most technologically advanced shops in the nation. If this is you, go to homesteadcabinet.net slash careers and apply today. Hi, I'm Jay Broadbent with Alpine Home Medical. I'd like to invite you to learn more about us. Since 1997, we've been Utah's premier one-stop shop for home medical equipment. What sets us apart at Alpine Home Medical is the superior level of customer service. We provide home oxygen, CPAPs, wheelchairs, scooters, breast pumps, and so much more. Come on down and get to know us. Alpine Home Medical, we bring wellness home. Visit alpinehomemedical.com. Talking the sports you care about. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Oh, can't do it, dude. I What? Just, What's wrong? What? I just got that. quiet. I hate that What song. happened to that catchy music? No, dude, that song, nobody wants to hear it. Nobody likes it. Oh, that's such a horrible song. Do you know that I was lost? He just, that's all he says. That's all he says. The whole flipping time. Hey, did you see this report um, that um, there's, uh, there is opportunity for, for colleges to pay athletes a bonus 
if you perform well in, in the class, classroom. Right? Yeah. Uh huh. Did we talk about this the other day? No, we talked off. I think air we talked off it. air about it. But it's interesting. Um, there was a, a rule that was changed in August 2020 that allows schools basically to pay their athletes nearly $6,000 a year huh. as a reward for academic performance. Um, but so there's this opportunity, like pay your athletes for doing well in school, which I think that's great. Great. I would love to see that. Encourages kids, yeah. Yes. It, the whole reason why sports are tied to universities, it's the academic part of it. They're student athletes. But it's a really small number of 130 schools that could do it at the FBS level. Only about 20, 22 of them are actually doing it. Um, and uh, 20, so 22 said they have plans in place to reward their student athletes for, for good grades this semester. 34 said they haven't decided if or when they're going to do it. 20 said they'll make it um, they, they will not make bonus payments this year but plan to make them sometime in the future 15 said they have no plans <laughs> at all to pay for academic success and 10 said they have no relevant idea <laughs> no plan they just have nothing about it whatsoever according to um, public records requests so it's kind of interesting. It, it, quite a big disparity. Um, now, nine of the 22 that are going to do it are all in the SEC. Wow. Which, it's the richest conference. They have the most resources. It makes the most sense that they would be the first to do it. To continue to widen the gap between those who have and those who have not. Does it say how much they pay them? They can pay them, it's an odd number, $5,980 per year. So I guess it's calculated, that number was calculated because it's the maximum amount of financial value, it's equal to the maximum amount of financial value an athlete can receive in one year from awards related to their athletic performance, such as the Heisman Trophy, things like that. So if you can win or earn a certain amount because of your athletic performance, then you deserve an equal amount tied specifically to your academic performance. I'm with you. I like it. I do. I do too. It encourages kids to go out there, you're getting to school, go to class, um, learn. I mean, you're there in school to get a degree. Now, would you like to play in the uh, pros or whatever, in whatever sport you're doing? Yeah. But only 0.9% of student athletes ever go pro. <laughs> uh, three schools out of the Pac-12 are doing it. Washington, Oregon, and Colorado. And that's the closest to here, around here. Uh, I don't see any group of five schools doing it. They're all power five schools. And uh, as I said earlier, eight out of the SEC. So, But it, it all goes to resources. Like, where is this money coming from? <laughs> yeah, that's the biggest question, right? <laughs> a little bit of an update on the Masters right now. And this is almost looking like a runaway so far through the first two days. As uh, Mr. Shevler, uh, representing the United States, is shooting a right now minus eight or under eight. It's not minus eight. Under eight. Everybody's completed their second round for the day. Uh, in second place is Lowry at a uh, under three. As is uh, Matsu. Is that Matsuyama? Hideki Matsuyama. Uh, Shorts last also year's winner. Three under. Currently, as we speak. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Scheffler's got a five-shot lead after two rounds. Um, so he. Uh, Shane Lowry moved up 29 spots to be tied for second. And Matsuyama moved up 17 spots compared to where he was yesterday. But one of the biggest movers today, Justin Thomas, who's one under par right now, he moved up 60 spots today. Tied Scheffler with uh, shooting a 67 on the course today. Dustin Johnson, who's in uh, third place, has now dropped in a tie for six, shooting now two under. Uh, he shot a uh, 73. Ooh, ouch! Shot a 73 today. 
Tiger Woods is almost well out of it. He drops nine spots and in 19th place. Tied there, shooting one over at 74 on the day. Uh, four of his first six holes were bogeys. I mean, it was just a nightmare. Struggled early, but he recovered yeah. and salvaged it. So he will. He does make the cut. So he will be playing golf this weekend, and that's great. Yeah, for that's what the golf, golf. needed. Tony Finau drops 13 spots, tied for 20, 30, shoots 75 on the day. He's now two over uh, in the tournament. Uh, Adam Scott also made the cut. Cam Davis, uh, Mark Lishman also as well. Bubba Watson shot a 73 yesterday, shot a 73 today. So he finishes the two rounds with the two over. Mike Weir uh, does not make the cut. He shoots a 76. Brooks Kepka also was cut, as was Jordan Spieth. Um... Yeah, man, some big names didn't make it. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, yeah, they had the cut line today, um, but uh, a number of notable players did not make it. But, Justin uh, Rose missed it. Gary Woodland didn't make it. Sander Shoffley. Yeah, so, uh, but look, it, there's still some quality players in it, some big names still in it for tomorrow. As it picks up again, you know, can Scheffler hold on to that five-shot lead? That's a pretty healthy Dude, lead. It is. That's a healthy lead, man. Going into Saturday, too. You've got two days left. But then, Eric, what happens is that these guys who've never been in the spot before in the Masters, they start to tense up come Sunday afternoon. They're like, oh, my gosh, I'm in the lead. I'm in the yeah, lead. Yeah, but I'm Scheffler's in- been playing well all year. Yeah. But this is the Masters. Like, this is Augusta, man. I mean, it's going to get to you a little bit, just a little bit, the nerves of being in that lead. Can't double bogey on Sunday. Whatever you do, that's where usually <laughs> things go wrong. Uh, yeah, that's you. less effective. Uh, Eric, and then in baseball, uh, we go through the uh, – we're in day – I guess part two of uh, opening day. Uh, Miami and San Francisco in a good one. Top of the 10th, tied up five apiece. Washington over the Mets right now after two, one nothing. Final scores, Yankees beat Boston 6-5. They had a game yesterday – Postponed. By the way, that New York-Boston game went to extra innings in 11. Detroit in a walk-off, controversial one. It had a review, actually, to end the game. 5-4, final score of the White Sox. Phillies beat the A's 9-5. Tampa Bay beats Baltimore 2-1. Dodgers over Colorado 5-3. Congrats to Freddie Freeman. He gets his first hit in Dodger Blue. That will be his only hit in Dodger Blue as well. Seattle beats Minnesota 2-1. The Dodgers, or no, no, Dodgers. Angels in Houston. Astros play 7-30 tonight. The Diamondbacks, Padres. And uh, Cubs and Milwaukee were postponed. Thank goodness. No one wants to see the Cubs. No, that's not. Highlights. Thank goodness. My Braves, dude, last night just sucked. Lost 6-3 to the Reds. We give up six runs to the Reds, dude. That's the most <laughs> opening day runs they've had since 2014. Wow. What the fetch? Wow. That's a lot. But, man, isn't it awesome? I mean, having an opening day, oh, it's dude, a it's little great. delayed, sure, yeah. but it's not grossly it's delayed. Just good to have it back. It's good to have it back. Um, you know, when certain series shift, you know, some teams haven't had their first games yet in their uh, in their arenas just yet. But it's just it's awesome. Yeah, it is. We've seen I some pretty cool national anthems to say, "Hey, it's baseball again." You know, we're excited to have things going again, and uh, it, it just it feels feels better in the world. <laughs> to have baseball going again. All right, let's take our final break of the show and of the weekend, and we'll get you ready for Saturday scrimmage tomorrow. Don't forget, Mountain West Motor takes really good care of you. SUVs, trucks. Uh, uh, what else we got there, Eric? 615 North Main. Yep, you're doing great. Don't, Eric. You always do this to me. No, I didn't do anything. Truck and SUV dealership located at 615 North Main Street. Great selection. Of trucks and SUVs, again, specially customized for your next adventure. Go to uh, go to 615 North Main or go to mwmotor.com to get more of Mountain West Motor and have your next adventure planned before the weather gets bad. Full Court Press. This keep it on the download here is the Dan Patrick Show. Anthony Davis feels like um, nobody likes the Lakers. The whole world is not rooting against you, Anthony. You know who's rooting for you? Every TV exec. They want you to play. You know, that you have people who don't like LeBron. That's it. It's like nobody's rooting against Anthony Davis. Dan Patrick. The Dan Patrick Show. Weekday mornings from 7 to 10 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. It's that first kiss, that moment. 
Engagement season is in full swing, and Jarek's Fine Jewelry has been helping hundreds of couples find the perfect ring. If you are getting engaged, you have to come browse our collections. Sometimes you may find the perfect ring in just a minute, or we can help you custom create your own design. Oh, and with Mother's Day almost here, talk to us about designing the perfect mother's ring. Jarek's Fine Jewelry. Make it special. Make it Jarek's. West Point Dairy Products at Hiram is hiring. West Point Dairy Products has been manufacturing high-quality butter for over 25 years in Cache Valley. They're currently expanding and want you on their growing team. West Point Dairy Products offers competitive wages for entry-level positions starting at $18 per hour, full benefit packages, double time on Sundays, a $2,000 sign-on bonus, and tremendous opportunities for growth. For immediate consideration, call Express Employment Professionals at 435-213-9595. Hi, this is Rusty Allen with LSS Insurance. I get asked all the time, do I have to sign up for Medicare? Check out our website, lssins.com, or call 752-9493. Medicare doesn't have to be confusing. We have the answers to all your questions and will help each step of the way. With decades of experience, we'll guide you through each step. There is no cost to work with LSS Insurance. We make Medicare easy. Call 752-9493. Another Fall Court Press show is coming to a close, but you can find them on Twitter. Follow Eric Franzen at eFranzen and AJ Salveson at AJ Salvi. If you missed today's episode, find it on 1069thefan.com or wherever you get your podcast. The Aggies are number one here. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. Bless his heart. He's trying. Yeah, he's trying. He, he, dang will say that. He's trying. Full Court Press, Eric France, and Ajay Salve, here on 106 on the fan streaming and on the mobile app as well. Thanks for joining us throughout the week. Our numbers, by the way, I don't know if you've seen our podcast numbers, Eric, just skyrocketed the last two weeks. No. Awesome. Yeah. But so, you've done some. You've done a great job lining up some great guests, and ah. they've been really interesting uh, information that they've shared with us, uh, stuff you won't get anywhere else. And it's uh, been awesome. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. We'll have more guests for you coming up in the next couple of weeks. Our Aggie Hall for the Utah State Athletics Hall of Fame comes up on the 23rd. Eric, we will have two Hall of Fame guests on the show with us. Nice, so we're nice. looking forward to that. Also, don't forget about the spring scrimmage tomorrow, the first of two, the very first uh, scrimmage of spring practices. One o'clock tomorrow, not noon, despite what was previously published. Yeah. One o'clock tomorrow on Merlin Olsen Field, your first glimpse of how things are looking offensively, defensively, and special teams for USU football. And don't forget, if you guys missed a Bear River Springville softball game, it's on CashValleyDaily.com. A full entire video, and it's Arkoff. Have a wonderful Friday. We'll talk to you on Monday.